Ramble. Pretty basic. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I was hoping you would like take over. Yeah, girl. You just read my mind. I got you. Oh, uh, Well, loved last week's episode because we just recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> In case we'll just- you missed it, it was a really good one. It was a juicy update on our lives. Yeah. And just, what's the tea? What's the tea, sis? What's going on? Um, so I have a game today, and I actually think it's good. I think it'll be interesting. It may be very anticlimactic, but we'll, like, figure it out. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to send you something right now. Oh, no. And I just want to hear your reaction. Oh, no. Is it a rocket ship? No. <laughs> Did you text it to me? Yeah. Do you get it? Da, da. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, today, is this the BuzzFeed? Yes. Yeah, today we're both going to be taking the which YouTube beauty guru are you are quiz. We, are we options though? Do we know? I guess we don't know. No, we, we're just both going to take it and see what, who oh, we, we get. We get. Recently, they had based on these or this Urban Outfitters outfit, which beauty guru are you? Yeah. I was an option to to not win, but to get it. Yeah. I got Lauren. <laughs> no, that's why I think it'd be so Seriously? funny to see if we... There's only four questions. Oh, dang it. Can we I, do two quizzes then on this? We can try. Game? Yeah, we can try. Okay. I think it'd be funny to see who we get. Ooh, okay. What's your favorite food? The options are ice also, cream. Oh, wait, wait. Also, the front cover is a picture of Ava, so I'm assuming it's like lifestyle. I'm assuming we're in here. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, I would yeah. hope so. I assume so. Okay. Which, um, first of all, that's kind of Oh my of god, crazy. this is from 2016. Oh my god. 10.53 a.m. I found this and I was like, we need to do this. Favorite food, ice cream, fruit, donuts, pizza, pasta, or sushi? <gasps> oh, I already know your answer. I love donuts, but sushi's for sure my favorite. Wait, really? Ice cream? I like donuts more than ice cream. What? Mm-hmm. How come you have literally 50 things of ice cream in your freezer? Because I'm a host and everyone <laughs> loves ice cream. No, you always get it for yourself. I mean, I dabble. <laughs> okay. I actually don't really eat much of it. Oh my God, that's insane. It's only when I like really I'm going some. with sushi. I love sushi. Choose your favorite store. Forever 21, Zara, Target, a local boutique, Anthropology, Urban Outfitters. See, I feel like if I hit Target, that would help me get myself. Yeah, but like, which do you actually? Mine's definitely Target. I'm gonna say Target, but Urban <laughs> is a Urban is a close second. Yeah, really? we get the same person. Okay, favorite color: green, pink, blue, yellow, purple, white. Oh shoot! I didn't realize white was an option until after. I'm gonna go pink. I'm gonna go light blue. Okay, we have to vote the last one at the same time because it'll come up with the thing. Okay, okay. Choose your dream vacation spot: Toronto, Honolulu, Cairo. Is that how you say it? Cairo? Yeah, Cairo, Egypt. Paris, Tokyo, or Los Angeles. I'm going to say Honolulu. What's yours? Ooh. See, I've been everywhere but Egypt. <laughs> I would say Los Angeles, but I live here. I didn't like it's vacation. I mean, would you want like a staycation? Let's say taking you living there out of it. Would you want a vacay in Los Angeles? I think I would. Like kind of. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do Paris. Okay, okay ready? One, Three, two, two one. one. I got I, Ava. I got Lauren. <laughs> you got Ava Gutowski. You are extremely outgoing and love going on adventure. You make lots of new friends wherever you go. You are very creative and love to help others. People admire that about you. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, my God. Wait, can we do another quiz one more? Yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. Okay, let's look at the quizzes. Hmm. Wait, wait. We know whether you're more like Tana or Jake. Oh, my God. I want that one. I want that okay, one. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to <laughs> you. I honestly have not been keeping up with them, though. I haven't either, but... Okay, wait, play now. Pick a color. <laughs> wait, there's seven questions. This is so fun. Okay, red, orange, yellow, green. It's literally all the colors. Um, I'm going to go with white. Uh, Purple. 
Okay. What is your go-to makeup look? Light glam makeup, rainbow everything, brown smoky eye, or none? Oh, brown smoky eye for sure. For Light me. glam makeup. YouTuber to collaborate with, Shane Dawson, Dolan Twins, PewDiePie, James Charles. Shane. Shane. What do you do for dinner? Oops, skip ad. Order <laughs> online, cooking for yourself, leftovers, or eat at a restaurant? You cook for yourself. Cook for yourself. How do you get to work? I work from home, bus, subway, limo, drive, Uber. I work from home. Work from home. I do drive, though. Should I switch it up? Maybe I'll say drive because I drive the yeah, office. Yeah. How many kids do you want to have? None, one, two, three, four, five more. Two. two. <laughs> Where do you want to go on your next vacation? New York City, Las Vegas, Paris, or Tokyo? I want to go to all those places. I think I want to go. I want to go to Tokyo. I was going to say Tokyo. I, I got, got Tana. Oh, <laughs> I love Wait, Tana. That's so funny. I'm obsessed with Tana. There's no bio with this. Just as you got Jake and mine too. I don't like the photo they chose of him. Her lips look good. Ooh, yeah, not, not good. Not <laughs> good. Mean, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it was just a Getty photo. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh my god, that was fun. We should do more quizzes. We should. BuzzFeed always has so many quizzes that they update it with, so we could even do ones that like aren't YouTube related. Yeah, I love that. Oh my god, fun. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What are we talking about today? Okay, so I had the idea, you know, we're two two girls. In our mid-20s. In our mid-20s. Thriving. thriving. <laughs> Just copy everything you say. Manny? <laughs> Shoot, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, so... 
we were thinking about just like struggles in general that are in your 20s and also we realized that looking at our demo most of you guys are in your 20s as well or also like almost in your 20s some of you are older whatever Mm -hmm. point being i think we can all agree i think we all agree thank you (laughs) i was really hoping (laughs) that i do it that there are just some struggles that people don't really talk about especially here's the thing too i think back to my old youtube videos our old youtube videos that we would do Mm -hmm. no one really does that stuff for 20s do you know what i mean yeah like it was very teen very like room decor blah 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 but there's no videos like how to freaking do taxes yeah or like there's no videos like I'm in my mid twenties, and the, you know, so we should do that first of all. We, I think that's there's a market that we're missing. <laughs> there's a prime market <laughs> of just stuff like that. I don't know. So I found this article from Elite Daily, and it's called "14 Struggles in Your Early Twenties You Can Easily Ditch ASAP." Well, I think also through this podcast, it's helped us a lot. But like, I feel like being open and talking about all of our struggles or whatever that we're going through, it's it's helped people relate to us a lot more and see us as more personable because Mm -hmm. they didn't know that we were going through these things. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people think that because we're influencers or because we make whatever amount of money or do whatever and like live this lifestyle, whatever, that we don't deal with like normal problems. Yeah. But we're still just normal 20 year old girls. Trust me, guys. We go through it too. (laughs) We go through it. So I'm curious to see. I don't know. I figured we can just go through this list and like touch on each point that it talks about whether we've struggled with it whether we have never had to struggle with it or just tips and advice for like that Mm -hmm. in general I think can be really interesting and we've never really even talked about some of this stuff with each other so I'm interested to see some of our points on different stuff yeah let's Um, go I'm excited to go through so yeah I'll try to link this in the 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 show notes or whatever of this if I remember to send it and I'll remember but um so you (laughs) guys can see it but Jasmine Von Hall you wrote this so let's get into it oh this is interesting it says a good portion of the struggles you're experiencing are likely self-made because you might have lost sight of who matters most in the equation of your life dot 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 you this is your life after all and it is what you make of it i love that life's what you make um, it so let's make, make it, it right let's make it rock sorry no, you're okay good. let's just be real your 20s are like they're crazy it's your time to be crazy it's your you, time to have fun it's your time to fit like everyone is going through it you are figuring yourself out you are like your world's been rocked by thinking that you are completely one way and you're completely another way and it's totally fine but then also you like cry a lot and you don't know what's happening a lot of the time yeah i think i mean people always talk about like oh yeah like i'm in my 20s blah 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 but i swear like the way that you talk about when you're a teenager and you're like going through it mm-hmm. like that's more of a normal thing mm-hmm. where think about it like after high school you have college after college, if you go to college or if you don't go to college, anytime you enter into this real world, I feel like everyone is hit with this just like WTF, what do I do? Yeah. Some people have parents to help them. Some people don't. Even if you do, like a lot of times like parents can be a huge problem too. Like so you're just becoming an adult for like the real first time. Not like, oh, I'm 18. I'm an adult. No, like, oh, I have to remember to like pay like rents do like any like stuff like that i feel like there's just so much that like people don't really like talk about but it's also like such a struggle in general Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that like even though we live not the most normal lifestyles that also we are going through all that kind i feel like i keep reiterating this but like oh my god no yeah even though yeah we live this lifestyle like yeah there are times where like i was like oh my god i'm like paying rent for the first time i have to like file taxes i have to do like i had no idea what i was doing at all granted we did it i had like started it a little younger than people no yeah but still like i went through it well and also like what's crazy i mean i'm 26 (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> she gets. I've also learned this weekend that she gets mad when I out your age. Well, you know why? I think it's part. I used to hide my age purposely, and then I realized what's going to happen when I'm like 35, and people are going to be like, "Wait, you're 35?" You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm, I, I might as well like start. Hey guys, today for my back to school series. I want to target. By the way, I'm yeah, 35. I came to this moment of like, oh, I, I better like just say it so people aren't shocked. 26 you know? is still young. No, yeah, 26 sounds good. Also, the other day I was driving, and someone said that they're eight on a podcast said that they were 27 and I was like 27 sounds like such a good age I'm I mean, excited for 27 I, but I'm also I'm okay. not excited for 25 I'm a little scared well, my 25 <laughs> yeah yours was a year <laughs> mine was hard <laughs> but oh. I was also you know late bloomer you know that's a whole thing yeah we, we talk about this a lot but like I'm I'm 24 you're 26 we both were like late bloomers yeah so I think now when I see like 19 year olds who are like kind of equivalent to where I am I'm like oh how like yeah. when I was 19 how? I was still like, like you're not allowed coloring. that no exactly. <laughs> you're not allowed that you need to be wearing like the middle schoolers yeah. now that look like Alexis so Red. like no you need your blue eyeshadow yeah. and purple glitter you face need an awkward face it's what not the heck? it's not allowed it's not no it's not fair, it's not fair. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh let's get into it number one overthinking the future that is such a struggle for me in general and by myself but let alone, I think, 20s, too, because think about it. How many people, like, go to college, get a degree, and then don't even touch that degree? And you're just thinking – or even not only that, also the fact of, like, oh, what are you going to do with your whole life? Like, who at 18 knows what they're going to do with their whole life? I mean, honest to God, I – I'm trying to think of me now and me back when I was 18. I'm thinking of me at 20. At, tw- at 20. Where was I? Or 19, like, going into your 20s. No, at no point in my life have I ever been an overthinker of anything, though. <laughs> That's my only thing. Like, I, I don't have much to contribute to this one. Even being 18, 19, going into college and, like, entering my 20s, I, like, I went to college the whole normal route, like, did the dorms, joined the sorority, did all that, planned to go to school for, like, psychology, become a PA, all that. So, like, I had it all planned out. But for me, it wasn't even, like, a thinking thing. It just kind of felt like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm going to do it. That was me going to community college because I knew I couldn't afford a four year. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to community college. Like, so like in that sense, but, and when I was in it, it was a very like, no, like here, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So it wasn't so much overthinking the future, but then I, and then I did get, once I transferred, I got into that school. So it, it felt safe. Yeah. I guess to yeah. say, you know, it was never this like, what's going to happen? Yeah. But I knew I was still going to commute from home. I knew I was living from home. So like the biggest change is when I moved to Orange County, probably. And that was hard because, like, honestly, we had to, like, me, my parents, and Ashley had to, like, put all of our income together to, like, prove that we could pay the rent. Like, it was, like, so tight. Like, it was so <laughs> free. Like, all of us were, like, I think we can afford it. Yeah, my parents had to co-sign my first Yeah, they had, like, it was so tight, but we were able to do it. And that was the first, like, uncertainty moment. I, like, knew I got into the, um, the school that I was going to, but it was, like, the living situation. And that was really scary, but... Um, you know, some people don't have their parents, so I feel super lucky that they yeah. were able to co-sign and stuff. But um, yeah, oh my god, when I think back to that, I think I was, I think I was twenty. Oh I my think god, it's like the fear of the unknown, though, and like, what if this doesn't work out? I actually, when I was in school, wanted to transfer over to the business program before. Once I started getting into YouTube, I was yeah. like, maybe I'll switch. Oh my god, I do. That but too. then there was this uncertainty of like, well, like I don't meet these qualifications. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing that well, and all these sorts of things. So like that did kind of. I think it's just me as a person. I don't really think about a lot of stuff to be honest, and so I don't like. I'm always just like, oh, it's just going to work out eventually, which yeah. is a really stupid way to think. But um, this is what she says about it, and I actually really like this. It helps me because I overthink everything. The future is always going to be there. Every single day you are living a future that you were scared of yesterday. Everything turned out fine, didn't it? Just let the future do what it does from afar and you just enjoy the ride in the present. Yeah. I I try to not overthink. I'm 
I've gotten much better, but I try to not dwell in the past and not think about the future. I just like do whatever's happening now. And I'm like an out of sight, out of mind person. So it's mm-hmm. easy, but that's, I know people struggle with that a lot. Mm. Number that's two. that's so normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparing yourself to other people. Even taking myself out of it, I have a ton of friends who I've noticed compare their, themselves to me in the way of like, oh, you're in your 20s, you have a house and you have this and you have this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like one, I understand that like, I don't know how I got here, but I did and it happened. But I also can, I know that this isn't normal. Like this whole like influencer thing or whatever. And so my biggest thing that I tell them is I'm just like, no, like everyone has such a different path and stuff. And I always hate when people say that to me because I'm like, I don't want you to compare yourself to me the same way that like, and I'm like, I'm, speaking candidly and bluntly in this situation but specifically like having a house like especially when like new friends come over and they see it they're like oh, and I'm like no no like uh, I'm sorry and I get so awkward when they walk in because I know that it's like extra and I know it's like glamorous you know and it's not like you know we're just 20 oh, wow I'm rambling <laughs> I've never had a problem with all my friends are really chill about everything mostly because all my friends are either influencers and or my friends from like high school who are all just doing their own thing and like do Mm -hmm. not they're just like you do you girl I'm like I'm gonna do me you do you but a struggle that I've come up with I personally don't really compare myself to a lot of people which I think is I'm very lucky but I've had problems not problems but my brother and I are super super close and he often has struggled with like I feel like I I like can't measure up to what you're doing and I have to always remind him like dude this is not normal. This is not a normal brother-sister situation. Yeah. Like, this is just, like, very strange. Mm-hmm. But, like, and, and I'm never doing anything to make you feel any lesser than you are or anything. And, like, I'm the, I've tried to be the most supportive I possibly can of everything he's doing. And I think it's just, like, reminding them, like, everybody needs to remember you're on your own path. And, like, I could easily compare completely. myself to you being, like, well, she has this many subscribers yeah, yeah, and yeah. she has a house and I oh, don't we, have a house. We've compared ourselves. Even, like, Instagram is the worst thing for it because you go, you go on and you see someone – in Anguilla, like <laughs> riding on an horses ATV. or ATVs and you're, or on a private jet. And you're just like, oh my God, like I don't have that. Like it's so toxic to compare yourselves. And I actually heard this, I think it was on Kenzie's podcast and it was so funny. It was saying that most influencers, or she was saying that most influencers can't even afford the life they live. Yeah, like, I can't afford to take a private jet. I would love to go back to Bora Bora, but I don't want to, like I don't have the oh, money to pay how so much money that it's was. It's crazy <laughs> how we all like post like, like ah uh, it's crazy oh God, how- she wrote everyone's on their own path i didn't even read no that. Yeah, yeah i like how under everything there's like a little blurb you do you girlfriend it literally says yeah, that no, it's so true i like how she writes hold on so she says people are uh, accomplishing their own bucket list goals and dreams in their 20s and that's a really great thing you shouldn't be keeping score though everyone's on their own path and you don't need to have this or that done by a certain age you do you girlfriend you know what also this just came into my mind is um dating guys and i just went on lily and jocelyn's like they kind of did like a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so fun but one thing they wanted to talk about was dating a lot and so they were like asking me like do you have you run into problems with dating as you're an influencer because the thing is I don't want to date an influencer. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. not attracted to that. Also, there's not many. <laughs> True. Not many straight ones. Nope. And so, like, if I if I dated another influencer, it, it would be easier. It would oh, be. it would they be. They just get it. It's also, like, in entertainment. That's why a lot of actors and actresses date other actors or actresses yeah. because they understand the it. They schedule, get it. The schedule, the lifestyle. They understand it. It's yeah. really rare to see someone just, like, end up with, like, a no- quote regular yeah not not in a bad famous. way just like no, yeah. doesn't is not an actor an there's actress. a few actors though I, I forget who they are but i remember like they they ended up like marrying a fan or something which is crazy someone married a bartender yeah, like i love that who married a bartender i don't know but they're really cute oh matt damon 
Oh my god, really? I think so, right? Oh, you saw yeah. the biggest crush on him? Me too. Italian I, job? I, oh. I still do. I still. <laughs> but like a problem that I've had with dating as an influencer is I've dated some guys that are like, they get weird and like condescending because they not, I don't, I don't want to say feel like intimidated. Inferior. I don't want to say inferior, you know, because that sounds like so mad, but like, (laughs) or mean, but I feel like they don't feel like they're enough, but like, I like, I just like them as people. Well, also there's this stigma just with guys and stereotypes in general that like guys should make more money and be the breadwinners Mm -hmm. and like girls. So I'm sure like when they come and see like your place or something and they're like, oh shoot. Mm -hmm. Or like your follower count, they're like, oh shoot. You know, it's like intimidating. Yeah. And they feel like they're less than when that's not the case at all. And for us, it's easy to be like, what are you talking about? That stuff doesn't matter. She tells me that all the time. I hear this talk once a week. (laughs) I'm like, you wake up and I'm over there like, Remy. (laughs) Rem, listen. (laughs) But like, I like there are, but I get it. I get that side. And I also talked about how like, especially being, and like, I've learned this through dating and I like love it because I, had to like go through this to learn it a lot of guys <laughs> Jocelyn called it the danger zone Ooh, of being 24 to 26 it's to like the danger zone Ooh, da, 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 I don't know da, da. that one her face Top Gun I don't know what Top Gun is <gasps> oh my freaking god I'm just kidding I know what Top Gun oh is oh my god <laughs> but I've never watched it but oh um, so good danger zone these guys just get out of college granted like everyone can be in the danger zone but like i totally understand you get out of college you start at your first job like your real career is Mm -hmm. starting whatever you went to college for you're like starting it out and you're like at the bottom of the totem pole you gotta work your way up yeah if you are at an agency (laughs) then you are in the mail room and you have to work your way up which is totally understandable but like i get how that can make you feel like you're like small. small. I get it. I get it. So I've learned also you just like I need to date guys. I don't care what you do for a living. I literally do not care. But I need to date someone who just like is secure in themselves mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like what I do like affects them in any way. Like I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. Same with friendship. Same with like all of that. Just like people who don't compare themselves. Also, I think it's this is something that I heard recently too. I think in the age that we live in with social media and stuff, you know, a lot of people are advancing really fast you know, becoming CEOs at however young we were, you know, like that's not normal. Yeah. But overall, like, I think it's like 10,000 hours of like makes you an expert at something or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, the one thing I've done for 10,000 hours would be like YouTube, you know, like hours and hours and hours of editing, hours and hours of this or whatever. And it's like, there comes a point and like, I think everyone, especially when they're out of college, you know, I say college, but even if you're just going into the real world at that point if you didn't go to college whatever you know you come to this point of just like wanting things fast and now or even when I see people start like YouTube channels now they're like why do I only have 100 subscribers I'm like no like it takes time Mm -hmm. like you have to put in the work you have to put in the hours you can't skip all these steps to be like the number one celebrity hairstylist like you have to like start as an assistant like you have to climb a ladder in some way like Mm -hmm. granted there's times that are like you know you randomly become a CEO at a certain age and that's amazing but you still have to, like, put in the work and learn. I mean, I used to check our, like, lifestyle or whatever, like, success mm-hmm. on luck. Mm-hmm. And I've learned it's not it, – it's a little bit of luck. But it really – we, like – a lot of times I'll try to downplay it to, like, yeah. people. Of Be how like, much oh hard work God, it yeah. is. I was like, I just, like, you know, I just got really lucky. They're like, no, you worked your ass off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I did work my ass You're like, off. I did, I did Wait, work my ass off. A montage of all the sleepless nights and Literally, tears yeah. and like phone calls where you're just, just like, like so upset. Oh my God. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. But you like, I feel like maybe I just kind of blacked that out a little bit. Well, when you forgot. love what you're doing too, it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like the other day I edited my merch promo video. It's out. You should watch it. <laughs> um, and I did it. And at the end of the night, I was showing Ashley and Taryn. And I was like, oh, yeah, it only took me like an hour. And then I was like, no, I looked at the clock. It was 10 p.m. I had been there for six hours. And I was wow. like, oh, but I like loved doing it. Yeah. And I was so into it that I literally said it was one hour when it was six hours. And I'm like, how much have we done that with our careers? Oh, my God. Because okay. we just lo- we're in it. We love what we're doing or stuff. So that's a point that I had to make. Anyways, number three, being hesitant to say no to plans. Wow. You can just at me. You're the queen of this, yeah. I've gotten so much better, though. Yeah, no, you're good. I'm like, so, I'm not kidding. Are I you, he- do you suffer from FOMO? Not FOMO. It's just people pleasing. Mm. And like having to say no. And like letting someone down. Interesting. You know what I mean? Um, I think a huge part of my burnout was uh, uh, contributed from yeah. this. Yeah. In the sense of like like saying yes to this event doing this interview doing this carpet doing this whatever blah 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 or like hey someone wants to collab with you and i'm like oh i actually have negative hours this week sure add it to my plate instead of realizing like hey no can we do next week like that's so simple it's taken me literally 25 and a half years i'm literally watching you right now and i'm thinking back to a year ago oh literally last year this was me saying yes to everything i'm thinking about that and i never i never thought about what place it was coming from but you saying people pleasing makes oh yeah and it's funny because it's sometimes i'll joke like oh i'm having fomo and i'm like no i actually rarely have FOMO Mm. it really comes down to just like people pleasing and like letting someone down and I hate that but I think now I've really learned that how it's so much more healthier for me like mentally emotionally physically like to say no I'm gonna stay in and sleep or like oh no I need to get this work done or something like that I was talking to this is totally like it's similar, but in a sense of um, – I was talking to Dakota, and he's my friend who's, like, a fit god. It's insane. And he was saying how – I was like, I don't want to go to the gym today. Like, I am i don't feel good. I'm really sore, mm-hmm. blah, 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 all this stuff. And he was like, I – you need to be intuitive with mm-hmm. yourself in all aspects of life, whether it's working out, whether it's – yeah. Know how you feel. And he's like, I would rather take a day off if I don't – like, he's like, I wake up in the morning. If I really don't want to go, if I don't feel well, I have, to, I have to really, like, be honest with myself. Yep, that's Because it. it's like a lot – who wants to go to the gym? Like, not a lot of people. Yeah. I don't want to go to the gym. But he's like, if I can push myself to do it, I will push myself. But if I really don't want to, if my body hurts, if I just, like, would rather do, like, literally yeah. anything else, then I'll take time off because why would I waste my time half-assing it Yeah. Then instead just giving myself a break for a day and being able to go in the next day and, like, Kill go it. full full like, Literally full me, this was two weeks ago, I had a day and I was going to go to the gym. I kind of slept in a little bit, which is usually the first, like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I slept in. But have. that's when you need to listen to your body. Yeah, I was just, but but here's the thing. I was thinking, do I go to the gym today? And my gut knew I was being lazy. Like, Mm. I was trying to be like, oh, like, maybe I need to rest. But my gut was telling me, I was like, Alicia, you are just being lazy. Go Mm. to the gym. You're already dressed. Like, Mm -hmm. you just don't want to go. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you're right. (laughs) So I I made myself go. And I was like, no, it's so true. But then I think a few days later, like, I knew I was exhausted and I needed to sleep. And I was like, no, like, my health comes first. Like, I 
need sleep more than working out right now. And then I did that. So I would totally agree. And I think through our whole fitness nutrition that we've learned from this year, that's been the number one thing is like truly listening to your body, but you have to be honest with yourself because you could easily talk yourself out of it every single day. Yeah, it's so, so true. So what she says for saying no to things, the struggle of agreeing to things all the time can be fixed by one simple word. No. (laughs) See, I get like, slightly triggered when I hear that <laughs> I'm like see I really see, you know me I'm such a like I do what I yeah. want I don't do what I want so if I don't want to do something I just don't but that has also bit me in the ass because sometimes you need to compromise and you can't be a bitch all the time <laughs> so I'm learning that too oh, I love that you had so much unnecessary stress to your life when you agree to plans that you really aren't about hop on a no bandwagon and cut the excess stress from your life have you seen the meme that's like <laughs> when people cancel your plans or something and you like you got all ready to go out whatever and everyone's like oh, i'm so sorry and it's like me and it's like me in my bed like cuddling like yeah. i wasn't even gonna show up anyway yeah. something like that it's so true though okay number four not making time for an essential self-care day we can go through this fast but yeah. we we love a treat yourself kind of day that's the gift also that's attached. my biggest treat thing with this self. is i used to feel guilty for that Mm-hmm. To say no, when I should be working or I could be getting ahead on work or something like that, mm-hmm. to be able to take a day. Like yesterday, I was trying to edit. I couldn't. I ended up just watching Stranger Things all day. But like I let myself yeah. and it was fine. But it's taking me so long to get there because you feel like you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. But like even taking a bath and doing a face mask and you don't even have to buy the nicest products, but taking time for yourself is so important. No, it's so true. I had plans the other night and I guess this ties in three and four, but I had plans the other night and I just like didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. I just wanted to sit there and watch the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode where Chloe finds out about Jordan Woods and I laid myself on my couch and I fell asleep. I need to early. watch that. It was so good. Liar! <laughs> that part's yeah. the best. It was so, like, but you have to put yourself first and also like take time for yourself. Yeah. Self-care day. There's a weird assumption that your early 20s should be all work and no play because you'll never be that driven again. Well, that's how you burn out by the time you hit your quarter life. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, find a day or even a few hours to tend to yourself each week because it'll make all the difference. I just remember like a break can be five seconds. Like a break doesn't have to be like you need a whole day to yourself. Like mm-hmm. it could literally just be whatever. Mm-hmm. Being too proud to ask for advice. I Yeah. You may feel like you have to do everything on your own because technically you're an adult. You're always going to need advice and guidance on things because the truth is you don't know everything. Put your pride aside and don't sleep on going to your loved ones for solid advice when you need it the most. I struggle with this a lot. Especially from older people, which older people aren't necessarily always right. I agree with that. But there is something like if a YouTuber was just starting out and like acted like they knew it better than me, I'd be like, oh, honey, like... I've been around for a while. Oh, like, honey. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to be like, hey, like, at at some point, like, time is knowledge. And, like, that's just a huge part of it, too, where, like, you just kind of have to do it for a long time. Um, number six, letting snarky comments crush your vibe. Yo, IG, words can hurt, but don't let someone's misuse of them totally obliterate your mood. That's so true. I We've gotten much better about this. But, yeah. like, being influencers, the amount of hateful comments we get on a daily basis is... I got insane. I got one the other day because I announced my merch and I actually like started laughing and I was like I love that I can laugh at it. It was like yeah. why are you doing this? You just are so selfish cuz you want people to buy you just want people to buy your merch so you can buy fatty foods or like something <laughs> like that. So I was just like, wait, what? That's like, the best when they're funny. Like, cause they're just I like so But they were so, and they had all these angry emojis and I was just like, oh my God, that's so funny. I used to laugh so hard at people that would like devote hate pages like to me or like make uh-huh. accounts and just like just hate on me. I used to be so offended and be like, oh my God, like why? Now I think it's Fucking hilarious! It's, you that took that much time, time out of your day. Like you really like. I think it's because now we value 
time yeah. more like getting exactly. older you only have so many hours in the day and you're gonna spend that on two hours on making me? an account thank you yeah. wow flattered oh my God. number seven entertaining drama and all of its bs Ooh. i think it's good it's basically saying like it's fun to watch on your shows but when it's like someone's real life chloe kardashian cancel this is my real culture, life yeah cancel culture like it really, I do think it says detaching yourself. Recently, one like of, high school drama is so like that needs to stay in high I school. I think it's so funny though because I literally said this last night to my friend. She came over and we were just like dishing on everything happening in our lives, and we were like, she was like telling me a situation that like we're all twenty four, twenty five, like, yeah. and she's like, this is happening. I was like, this is so high school. Yeah, it is literally like high school drama. And she and I, that same friend and I were like laughing because at one point there was like a group of friends that we had that were so dramatic and like so much was happening, like oh all within God. themselves. And like, they were like three way calls and like all this like shit. Happening. Oh my God. And I, we, she called me separately and, and she was like, what's going on? I was like, I genuinely <laughs> do not care. I could not care less. And she was laughing and she was like, I think that you and I have just gone through so much friendship drama and so much just like immature like want that so much immature friendship stuff that was just like we are so done Mm -hmm. we're so like i don't want to hear any of it we know it's going to be fine because it's always fine in the end whether like because normally drama is just like so much like exaggeration on both sides and to where like overall the main thing is never that big of a deal Mm -hmm. most of the time most time well also watching that keeping up with the kardashians episode chloe said something and i thought it was actually very insightful and i've been trying to think about it since when that was um don't make permanent decisions on temporary emotions i saw her post that on instagram yeah and she's talking well in her situation, it was when she was pregnant and giving birth, and she didn't know whether to have Tristan in the room or not. Which, like, I, I respect her for that because, like, that was his daughter being born, and that is a permanent decision on a, a very, not a very, but it was a temporary emotion. I'm sure she's still also. Born. Oh my god! <laughs> but I like, I think that's a really good way to think about things. It's like, don't. Yeah. I don't know. Don't yeah. overreact in situations like that. Number eight's a big one, so I do think we should touch on it. Following your parents' dream and not your own. I think in your early 20s, you may have just left the nest, but the aspirations your parents have for you have packed their bags and followed you on your journey. You don't have to let them down, but it's such a disservice to yourself not to pursue your own dreams. They'll understand eventually. I literally saw this quote. I think it was with pride. So it was about coming out and stuff. Oh, no. I'm not kidding. I honestly almost started like crying. It was saying how like – when you're when you're a kid, your parents say you can do anything you put your mind to. Like you can be anyone who you want to be until you're older and you want to like come out. Mm. And I was just like, oh, obviously not every single parent's like that, but a lot of people are like that. And it's like, I've oh my, I just remember I sat there and I was like, wow, that's so true. Like when you're young, it's like you can be, you want to be a fireman, you can do that. You want to do this, you can do that. And then you get older and like a lot. I feel so thankful that my my parents aren't like this, but like there are so many people who are like, no, no, you you were gonna be a lawyer, like no, like you're gonna take over the family business or like whatever. And it's it it is really hard. And I think that's something that everyone has to come to at different. You know, when you're in your twenties, you have this moment of like, oh, like do I want to do this? Which a lot of people follow that suit and that's fine and that's what they do. That is their passion, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think that's a huge struggle that a lot of people struggle with just in 20s in general i mean being asian i literally was gonna be a doctor oh my god i didn't even like yeah <laughs> mean to i like, was like gonna be no no yeah well my mom is really cool both my parents were really they're like not normal traditional asian parents i will mm. say that and i grew up in orange county like i'm you, <laughs> you know but but i definitely had like a slight taste of it just because my parents grew up they were born and raised in Seoul, South Korea. Like then they have very tra- they had traditional mm-hmm. Korean parents. So like I kind of got a slight taste of that, but I think 
I mean, I think I felt that mostly when I wanted to quit school and, and pursue YouTube full time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can, I can do this. And my dad. And you did it. And I did it. But my dad, who's like a little less traditional, was like, yeah, do it. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. My mom, who was in the medical field, was like, no, you're going to go to school. You're going to be a doctor. And what's crazy is I get it from that generation side of just being able to have a stable job is like so valuable. Mm-hmm. But what hap- what's happened in like this generation, it's like, it's always a generational it's effect. A wave. Like think of, you know, your grandparents and great grandparents going through like the depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for them just to have a job, like going through all of that and just to be able to like have food on the table was like the best thing ever. And then th- them wanting their kids to go to college. That's why college was such a huge thing. And now our generation's like, hey, I've seen you have your job for 40, 50 years, but you still weren't happy. I don't want that. Yeah. I would rather travel. Like, so that's yeah. the millennial. Like, it's always like a generational thing. Yeah. Totally. So I totally understand that. And like how, you know, college is, you know, for whatever. I get it. I fully understand too the whole thing of not wanting to let your parents down. Oh my god, completely. Even with like uh, even to this day <laughs> I worry about like yeah, I've been able to make this my job and my career. I'm able to support myself. I'm able to help my family out, which is incredible, but still I think about a lot of times when I am putting out content, whatever platform it may be, this one definitely the least priority because I yeah. really don't think about what I say. Yeah. But I think, okay, my parents are going to see this. How are they going to feel about me putting this out on the internet? How are, like, their friends going to think of yeah. them? I'm a representation I, no, of my parents. I think that all the time, too. And it's so funny. Even the other day, I, like, cussed in front of my mom. And she was, I was like, oh, sorry. And no, like, I do it, too, all the time. She was like, oh, I hope you don't have to feel like you have to say sorry for that. Just because in my head, I still think of, like, me being, like, the little kid and, oh, like, yeah. getting in trouble and stuff. And she's like, no, like, you're an adult. Oh, my so God. I, I grew up saying, oh, my God. And my mom going, don't use God's name in vain. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely. So, like, it's so weird. But it's, I think it's just such a normal thing to want to like please your parents, you know, and mm-hmm. like want them to be proud of yeah, you and stuff. You love them and you yeah, exactly. Them. But um, if you're going through that, we understand. I that feel it. Cool. Feel it. Feel Number it. Number nine. We're almost done. Overbooking your schedule. Queens. Again, saying no. That totally goes with. I that. can't sit and do nothing, but I'm working on it. Settling for a friend group mm. that's just holding you back. Ah, see, this is a good one too. I when I'm thinking of like early twenties, I think I remember just being so excited to find <gasps> friends. Sorry, yeah, I had a full feeling just now. Cookie yeah, friend. like I remember being so excited to like, oh, I found friends because after, for me, I went to the same middle school and high school, so I had like the same like close friends through there and then college I did two years so I had some friends like on the cheer team and stuff but like I never had like close friends Mm -hmm. and then once I started YouTube I like found this community of like girls and I was like oh my gosh I like finally found you guys truly was like oh my god we'll be best friends for life or whatever which like I'm still friends with most of them now but it's crazy how like you think like okay like these are my friends forever. forever and not like they're necessarily holding me back, but I think I let myself be held back thinking, having that mindset. Yeah. You know? I think it's doing a disservice to yourself. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I've, I hated this because I felt like at one point on YouTube, I became known as like, like a friendship hopper, or like not being able to keep friends. But that's just like, that, that is not it. No, if you know the but truth but I, w- I wish I knew in my 20s, like how normal it is to drift. To drift and how rare it is to still be, like the fact that I'm still friends with a Alicia, my best friend from high school, like that's so rare. Oh, I think about that about Kaylee all exactly. the time. Where, or Steph from and, college. In high school, you think that's normal. So then when you go into the real world, I feel like you're like, oh my gosh, like we're all friends. And then you don't realize like, oh no, people drift all the time. Yeah. Do your parents have any friends from like high school or like college still? Um, Not really. 
my mom has like they have a lot of friends from like early church days i would say okay my dad has like he's like besties with all his frat bros still oh i love and that. my mom is like best friends with their college friends college roommates see I so think, to still. you you're probably so like that's oh normal like, for me I, yeah. exactly but at the same time i also do know i'm sure at some point they drifted or they had a i know there were some falling outs i know oh. that there were like reconciliations yeah oh my god completely. i think for me i yeah i've done the thing where you grasp on so tightly because you're like well the longevity thing like or the, the, the past the history the timeline like if I've learned anything, when I first got to LA, I also made some friends out here who I have literally no hard feelings for, but we just like weren't, weren't good to be, we yeah. weren't meant to be close friends. friends. There's such a difference between friends, close friends, and like best friends. Yeah. And I, I agree. think that's, it's okay to be acquaintances. It's okay to have friends. And I think that's early in the LA days when like we first, oh my God, I sound so old. But like when I first started going to events and stuff, I would genuinely thought, oh, all these people are my friends. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, Alicia, it's fine to say like, yeah, we're acquaintances. Like we know each other. Yeah. Like, but I that's know. it. I've like met her. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't like have like sleepovers and like whatever. You yeah. Know what I, like it's okay to just be like, oh yeah, like they're a friend. Well, I think it's funny. It's like, it, it, it reminded me of when I got to college of like being in LA. I was on my own. I didn't know anybody. Actually for the first like six months of college I would only hang out with this one guy that I went to high school with and like we were just we were like besties for I the whole time because I didn't know anyone I yeah. was so scared but shout out Josh Kim hope you're doing well <laughs> but like it kind of reminded me of when I yeah when I first moved to LA and like you don't know anyone but in college when I first moved there I was so terrified and it's actually really funny I ended up joining a sorority and then you like have this like whole system of like people like a big and a little whatever and all that sort of stuff so basically who I picked is my big I really like her I think she's fun I don't really talk to her anymore um but I always looked back like once I actually made my close group of college friends mm -hmm. everyone was always just like oh I never like understood how you guys like got paired together my mm -hmm. big and I just because we didn't really we like got along well but we yeah. didn't like really click click and I think it's solely because not that not that I settled but I was just like latching I was like oh my god like this girl's nice I'm gonna be your best friend and like latched on like that whereas that. once I like finally felt comfortable to be my real self in front of everybody and like really found people I like Steph is my Steph is a lifer for me. Yeah. And like I met her only once I was able to um, comfortably open up and yeah. be myself and she could be her crazy ass self. Oh my God, no, yeah. Next one is apologizing for things you really shouldn't. Um, when you continuously apologize for things that you shouldn't be apologizing for, it, it, it'll it turn into a cycle. Not apologizing doesn't make you insincere. It makes you conscious of what is really worth your I'm sorry. It means so much more if you actually, if you, the more sparingly you say I it. have been trying very much so to stop saying I'm sorry. I say it 24 seven. Like too. someone could run into me and I'm like, I'm sorry. I literally did the grocery store. Yeah. Um, also, I saw that right, this was in one of the books I'm reading. I think it's Girls Stop Apologizing, I think. And granted, it doesn't work for every situation because there's been a few situations where I go to do it and I'm like, oh, this makes no sense. But replace I'm sorry with thank you. So if yeah. you're late, instead of saying I'm sorry, I'm late, say thank you for waiting for me. Mm. Or if you bump in or see like if you bump into someone you can't say thank you for not yeah. yelling at me you know like there's certain but wait situations for them to apologize and then say oh it's totally fine yeah 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 little things like that so there's been times where i'm like wow i want to switch my vocabulary up to like say that and say oh thank you because then also instead of putting it down on yourself saying i'm sorry you like if if someone said thank you for waiting i would take that more sincere because i'd be like wow thank you i did notice that i had to wait and you i appreciate welcome. that like yeah. i would appreciate that more i'm trying to not say i'm sorry no i think that's good yeah should we do the last one? I think the last yeah. one's really, really good. Okay, last one. Oh, Ready? my God, yeah. Putting other people's feelings before your own. It's okay to be considerate and a not... You read it. 
<laughs> it's okay to be considerate and acknowledge other people's feelings, but it shouldn't be at the expense of ignoring your own. Keeping things all bottled up inside isn't healthy, and you're not being fair to yourself. It's not selfish to put your feelings first. Your feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. I added the last bit myself. But, I mean, we've talked about this countlessly on this podcast, and it's, it's been a more... Wow, yeah. Since starting this podcast, I think it's just so crazy that, like, through this podcast, we've, like, worked through so many of our own problems, like, publicly, essentially. Mm-hmm. But that was something that I used to struggle with immensely. And in case you guys know Enneagrams, I'm a two with a three, which is the queen of literally putting everybody else before you. And so I think just instinctively, I just do that. And I'm mm-hmm. always going to do that. But there are certain times where I I used to like overextend myself, overexert myself mm-hmm. for other people where I would be left with literally no energy to do anything for Also, myself. how confusing would that be for you to be like, wait, not everyone's like this? Like, why wouldn't someone do that for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that's the whole like downside of being a two is mm-hmm. like you, I was talking to someone recently who is it and we were like, oh my God, isn't it crazy? Like we don't, it like go out of our way to do things and like expect it back mm-hmm. in any way and I'm never doing it like wanting it or like, like yeah I'm never expecting it but it certainly builds up to a point where you're like okay wait do they not love me now like how come yeah. I like I love them so much and like they're not loving me back when other people just show like mm-hmm. also your love language is a big thing yeah, too and how I you show your love lang- love languages but I think put yourself first but also I mean, for, fine for me, I think a huge part to like my past growth this year was putting everyone else's needs before my, like when I think of like, I'm spreading my, out my hand and with like all my fingers, like whatever for you guys have a visual thing. I'm picturing like me being the middle, like my palm and like whoever it was, like all these five different people, me like putting them first, but especially when people counteract each other or like when two people like it's like the opposite like then I'm spreading myself in different ways that like isn't physically possible because I'm putting someone's needs before mine but their needs like are the opposite of this other person's needs and then that those like you know what I mean so that I'm sitting there ca- trying to like do all this and I'm just like what like then I break because I'm like I can't do Get this yeah and I just and and then also it's like am I putting your needs before mine and I don't even agree with your needs like mm. that's a huge thing too of like wait why am I doing this for you when I don't even agree with this or believe this or you would never even blink if I was the one needing your help you know what I mean like yeah. different things like that I'm literally not even thinking of anyone I specifically think so much stems from your childhood too. oh my gosh therapy yeah you're telling me childhood. <laughs> a lot of stuff is that and I think I've actually wondered with the whole Enneagram thing I'm like I wonder at what point I was officially a three because you you kind of like half of it's just like who you are a lot is like um nature versus nurture like yeah. ad, in, in your adolescence like you're growing and stuff like at what point was I like like did something happen that helps, you know, it's like kind of a mix of things. Well, I said, I read online that being a two, the reason why I'm so like mothering and mm-hmm. like want to be there for everybody, it actually stems. And I have a lot of friends that are similar to me, two or three. And all of us have collectively come together and like talked about it. And we all had like similar-ish childhoods where kind of like, not necessarily, I had a great childhood. I love my parents so much. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. But there was a large part of my childhood where I kind of had to like, raise myself in a way my mom's a two and she did also yeah I was like a a lot of I did a lot of growing on my own and became very independent at a very young age yeah and so that is where that kicks in and like I never want anyone to have to go through that so that's where I go out of my way to like I'd never want you to have to like feel that way that's where it comes from yeah so but I think 
I'm sure all of it stems from child everybody's childhoods. Oh my god! No, Whether even me. I mean, I I'm a three, so it's like the overachieving one. So you're the one who like wants to get the gold star with everything, and you get a lot of value, and you see your worth through like your work and stuff, which makes sense. But even thinking back to elementary school. Like, if I didn't get, like, an A-plus or, like, the gold star or, like, the best trophy, like, I felt bad about myself. Where, like, I would have classmates be like, okay, cool. Like, they didn't That's care. literally me. No, and I'd, I'd be, like, be, like, the ha- best helper. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, like, I'm so curious at what age, like, we fully became, like, that, you I think know. it's just, it's instilled in you from a young age. Yeah, which childhood, <laughs> but oh, my God. Wow. Oh, I actually really like this episode. I think it'll be really interesting. I would love for, like, our Twitter or Instagram, like for you guys to have like conversations with each other too. Like maybe we can set some like prompt questions, but I would love to see people like talking about stuff like this. Cause I think twenties is just such a hard, you know, I it was cool seeing things that you didn't have to deal with that I did and like vice versa. I think it's also like it, everything is so like relative. Mm-hmm. It's completely relative to every single person individually. So don't think any differently about yourself because of like how we are and we like are you saying oh yeah regardless of like you go to college you don't go to college you're an influencer you're not an influencer at some point everyone in the world has to go is like going into their 20s and it's a scary time you know what i mean so like regardless of like anything it's just this first time where you're like an adult on your own and Mm -hmm. that's scary so it's kind of thrown out you're like tossed you're kicked you're like good luck good luck good luck bitch (laughs) we lied it's it's gonna be so rough (laughs) it's the worst (laughs) but yeah oh my god well i hope you guys like this episode let us know um any other requests for future episodes and we will talk to you really soon yes next week be sure to keep listening to us on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you're listening and uh rate comment and subscribe and we'll catch you next week Okay, bye. Bye.